Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Helena Hart. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you shift your vibe and radiate self-love so you can attract the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm talking with Chelsea Rose again, my very good friend and fellow coach. She's a feminine energy love and relationship coach for women. So welcome, Chelsea. Thank you for being here with me again today. Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks again for having me. I'm just so excited. It's been a little while. We always have so much fun doing these really important topics. We're actually broadcasting live on Bullhorn today. So if you're listening live with us, say hi in the chat. Let us know if you have any questions. And you should see on the screen, there's a link to book a free consultation call with Chelsea. If you're listening to the replay of this, that'll be the first link in the episode details. Chelsea, is there anything you want to say about that quickly before we get started? We can talk some more about that at the end too. Yes. So I'm super excited for what we're diving into today. And if at any point you're like, oh, wow, this really resonates with me. I'm looking for support on attracting my dream love relationship, then definitely think about booking a consultation call with me. I'd love to explore ways that I can support you. I'm so happy that you're still offering those for free to women in my community. And I'm really looking forward to this topic today, Chelsea. We're going to be talking about how to have the courage to leave a situationship so you can make yourself available to attract what you truly want, either with this man who you're dealing with right now or with a man who's an even better match for you. My audience here on my podcast is mostly women, so I'm sure the language we'll be using here today will reflect that. But this could probably apply to both men and women. I know it can be so difficult to leave situationships or just situations with another person where you're not quite getting everything you want, but there's maybe a lot of chemistry or attraction. Do you see that as well? Oh my gosh. This is one of the most common issues that I support women with. And I just have so much empathy for you if you're listening to this and you're, you're feeling stuck in that kind of experience. And to me, a situationship is, you know, there's a lot of elements of an actual relationship there, meaning you're investing time, you're investing energy, maybe you're physically intimate with with this person. And it has all these elements of a relationship, but there's a fundamental piece missing. And typically that's the full-blown commitment. And typically it's something along the lines of, you know, they this person, this man is not meeting you on every level that you deeply desire to be met. And commitment is typically the the main part of that. And 
I, I love what you said. It, it usually is that there's a lot of passion or chemistry or even what feels like a soulmate connection with this person. And that's what makes it so difficult for women to break it off, right? And make space for all of what they want because they feel like, gosh, this is this is almost everything. Like maybe I just should wait on him to be ready. Maybe I should give him more time so that he can commit, you know? And yeah, then so it just, yes. And then women are in this place where they're feeling so disempowered. They're not, they're not actually showing up in alignment with what they truly want. And then their self-esteem takes a toll and there's this whole negative impact. Um, it, that just feels really draining when you're caught in a situation like this. So that's what I see happen so often for women. Definitely. I see that all the time. It's like this guy has all the potential in the world, but there's definitely a gap between where they are with him and where they want to be. And they're just left with this sense of longing for him or pining after him. Or another thing I've seen, I'm curious to hear what you think about this, Chelsea. They turn inward on themselves and they think they must have more inner work to do, right? Like, you know, I just need to work through my triggers when he disappears for days at a time. Like, I just need to work through that and heal that. And then he's going to transform. And well, we've talked about this before, obviously the inner healing work is very important. If everything any man does triggers you, or you're always feeling anxious if a guy takes more than an hour to text back or something like that. But in situations like this, I think it's much more beneficial to recognize this person and the situation for what it really is. And say no and actually walk away from it in order to mm -hmm. like bump yourself up to the next level or tier mm -hmm. and attract what you really want. Do you see that as well, Chelsea? Women thinking that there's something wrong with them or they must have more work mm -hmm. to do in order to transform this other person? Yes. Yes. And I, similar to that, um, actually someone sent me a, like sent me a message on Instagram today related to this saying something along the lines of like, I just don't believe that I'll be chosen like, I feel like I need to settle for mm -hmm. what I'm getting because there's so many different ways that this can show up for women. But I, yeah, I've definitely seen that too, where it's like, I, there's something in me that needs to change to make this guy show up better. Or like, yeah. there's something in me that I could be doing differently. Almost like if, if I just act a different way, maybe I'll be able to inspire him to fully commit. <laughs> yes. Like you know, and that's just, we're putting... I think there's great intentions behind that, but it's something that we can't change in another person really in, in that dynamic. It's something where we have to walk away and honor, honor the true desires of our hearts. And typically there is, there is a loss in going into the unknown involved in that. But then I know Helena, I know you've seen this too. I've seen so many women where they do that and they draw the line in the sand and they're like, you know, I love you to this person, but I know you can't give me everything that I want. So I'm going to release you now. And they move on and they start walking in alignment with those higher standards. And then either a new man comes in, that's everything and more <laughs> than the previous man, or the person they had a situationship with comes back actually ready to give them everything that they wanted. I've seen both. Happen. I've seen both happen too. Definitely. I'm just checking in with the chat. Elizabeth says, I had that experience. I didn't realize it until after he stopped communicating after dating for four months. 
Mirna says, yeah, it's like, it's just around the corner, his commitment, but it never really turns around. Yeah, absolutely. I call this the always something man. Like he might be a great guy. He might really like you. He's happy to spend time with you and basically take everything you have to offer. But there's always something preventing him from basically putting both feet in and prioritizing you or committing to you. And it's not your fault. And I'd love to talk a little more about this distinction. Like, obviously we talk a lot about feminine energy or I do, I know you do as well, Chelsea. So there are some things you can do if you're always leaning forward, if you're always the one trying to move things along or push the relationship forward, obviously leaning back, getting in touch with your feminine energy and your heart's desires and how you're feeling and things like that can in fact shift the dynamic. But most women, by the time they get to this place, have that awareness already. And so now it's just about recognizing healthy relationship dynamics or recognizing when something's not right and basically saying no to that rather than thinking there's like more they need to do when they're basically showing up with, you know, their amazing, authentic, reasonable self. (laughs) These women are just like so reasonable and so understanding. They tend to give these guys way too much benefit of the doubt and then, you know, feel like there's something else they need to do to like get him to commit. That's where I see women running into trouble with this. Do you see that as well? Totally. I love that you're highlighting that. I really love that you're bringing that up. There is such an, it is such an important distinction to make. And I think you're right that a lot of the women here listening, they have a general understanding of, okay, feminine energy and leaning back and they've practiced mm-hmm. a lot of that. And it there is such a difference between that and this man is fundamentally not available fully for you. And it has nothing to do with how in your feminine or not you are. And yes. it's challenging to accept that, but we're here to encourage you guys because it's like the, the dream relationship that you deeply, deeply want, right? Where you have passion and chemistry and the devotion and the soulmate connection, that relationship is possible for you. And it may or may not be this man, but when you let go of this situationship, right? Or this, or even just this man who can't give you everything that you want, right? You, you elevate yourself to the level where the dream relationship can finally come in. And you know, Elaine and I, we have so many examples of that. And I actually wanted to tell a little story of someone who I worked with recently, if that sounds good to you, Helena. I would love to hear that. Yeah. I love hearing specific examples and stories. Yes. She actually found me, I believe through this podcast, which is so beautiful. Um, and she ended up joining my, my group coaching program, the feminine way to ravishing love. And when she joined, she had recently walked away from a situationship with a man who she felt was the one and in very many, in, in a lot of ways felt like her soulmate, but wasn't fully available to give her everything she wanted in terms of the commitment and really the devotion of time and energy that she craved from a man. And so when she joined the program, she still was energetically holding on to him. She had ended it technically, but there was still her energy going out to him. And let us know if you relate to that situation in the, in the chat where maybe you've drawn the line in the sand, you're no longer dating, but you still are like, so invested in this person. So that was her. And she, within a few months, finally released him and turned the page and started attracting amazing men on, you know, on the dating apps and going out on all these dates and living her best life and getting to receive from all these quality men. And as she was doing that, um, after a little time had passed this, the man she had had that situationship with, 
came back to her ready to give her everything that she ever wanted. And now they're in a healthy, committed relationship. And the, the interesting thing about this story that I really want to highlight is she didn't intentionally date other people as a manipulative tactic to try to get him back. She didn't have any expectation that he was going to be able to start giving her what she wanted. She truly, truly had a clean break and let him go. And in that, she that was her raising her standards and her really honoring the truth of her desires. And sometimes when we do that, the, the person that we've had the situation with, they rise to, to meet those standards and are inspired by that and are like, okay, now that you're treating yourself the way you're asking me to treat you, now I have a pathway where I can treat you that way too, if that makes sense. So it's so interesting how it can unfold that way. And I just felt called called to share that story. I thought it was so inspiring. And now they're like, she's in a completely new relationship dynamic with this man. It's just so exciting and so beautiful when yeah. the stories happen that way. It's so true. So do you believe if she had just kind of hung in there and continued to be super understanding? I see someone in the chat who says that was me being so understanding. <laughs> yeah, we can all relate to that. Do you believe that it truly would not be this new relationship dynamic that it is now? She actually did have to walk away and take a stand for what she truly wanted in order to transform this situation. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it had yeah. to happen this way. And it's, it's beautiful that it happens this way, right? Because we have to respect ourselves in order to receive that respect from other people to a degree. Respect might not be the most precise word, but our true to me, I believe our true soulmate lifelong partners, you know, they are going to reflect to us our level of integrity with ourselves. And they're going to reflect that back to us and not let us arrive to our desires without that integrity, if that makes sense. <laughs> do, you, do you resonate with that too? Absolutely. And it just, your story made me think I actually had a client this year um, in 2022 is the time we're recording this. It was this very similar situation. She was in her late forties and she was in this sort of casual situation with a guy who wasn't prioritizing her. He was the guy she really wanted, of course, <laughs> like so many yeah. people in situations like this, but she was truly ready to let him go and move on. And we were getting her ready to online date and start meeting new people. And he came back around and basically offered her a full commitment and they're Yay. still together. She says the easiest relationship she's ever been in. She totally oh. feels prioritized. So it can happen. Would you say most of the time it's not the right match or is it 50-50 from what you've seen or does it really just depend yeah. on the situation? I know that's where getting some personalized support <laughs> can be really helpful, right? Yeah, I I would it's hard to say if it's 50-50 yeah. more or less, but I I think overall this I think is a little bit more rare that that the type of situationship is with a man who is going to become fully available. I would say maybe 80, 20. What do you mm. think? <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably right. It's so hard to give advice to like tens of thousands of people. Every situation so unique, but um, basically you're going to get what you want and so much more either way. I think it's really exactly. important to note that, that if things don't work out with this one particular person, there is someone just so much better for you right around the corner just waiting yes. for you to let go. It's almost like the universe is just waiting for you to make yourself available to something else. I think when people are engaging with someone on this kind of lower level where they're not really getting everything they want, they don't really attract the high quality available matches at the same time. I've oh really God. never seen that. What do you think about that, Chelsea? That's something I've been saying for a while. 
Yes, that like holding on to something, entertaining men that can't give you everything that you want. It locks you into only being able to attract more men like that. Is that kind of what what you're speaking into? Yeah, so true. You know, I'll hear women say something like, you know, there just aren't any great guys out there. I've tried everything. I've literally tried everything, every dating app and things like that, only to find out a little bit later that they were hanging on to somebody and just hoping for things to change. So basically, it's like you're not just sending out the signal to the other person, like I'm okay being second best I'm okay just accepting crumbs and not being a priority. You're kind of sending that signal out to the universe and attracting more of that like that because that's what you're emotionally engaging with. That's what I've seen. Yes, same here. And I wanted to tell another um, recent story with one of my clients in that same program that for to kind of speak into what else can happen, similar but different, where she, you know, she used to entertain these kind of situationships, like she would have friends that were maybe friends with benefits, or she'd have crushes on men and 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 invest in them when they weren't fully choosing her. And that was kind of her dynamic coming into the program is really again not standing in her worth and not standing in her in her true desires and boundaries and like letting giving energy to these men who just clearly can't give her what she wanted. And through doing this, the powerful inner work that we do together and, you know, the magnetic dating principles we do together inside the the program, she has attracted her dream man. Like <laughs> it's seemingly out of nowhere. This, she actually met this man in a park in, with a group of friends. Like one of her friends asked him to take their picture. And then when he handed back the phone, she was like, wow, this guy's attractive. And she actually approached him and he courted her and they got, they've gotten into this amazing relationship. And she, for the first time feels chosen and prioritized and is being met on all levels where it's not just the physical attraction, not just the soul connection, but he truly, truly is committed to her and devoted to her. And it's just so beautiful, beautiful to watch that happen. And there was a moment for her too, drawing the line in the sand moment of these guys, she had, you know, a few different dynamics with a few different men when she was giving her energy away to these guys that clearly didn't feel the same way about her, you know, and couldn't give her the commitment she wanted. And she drew the line in the sand and was like, I get to have more, I get to have it all. And quickly after that moment, she met this guy who's now her, her partner. So I wanted to share that story too, for the women who, you know, are like, oh, I, the other side of that equation where you might not you know, end up with the person that you're in a situation right now, but you'll end up with someone who's 10 times better for you. That's beyond what you could even imagine right now. I see that happen a lot. Curious about Me you. Too. Absolutely. I see that all the time. I see that happen more often usually than yes. ending up with this original guy because yeah. typically the right guy just shows himself to be the right guy from the yeah. beginning, if you are showing up for yourself and taking a stand for what you truly want, Miranda in the chat says, I'm waiting to meet him. Love it. You're in exactly the right place. So happy to have everyone here. Chelsea, what else do you have to say on this topic? I'm just loving this conversation. It's really one of the most common things I see in women who yes. are coming to this work. Yes. So the, you know, the big message that I, that I have around this for the women who are relating to this listening is two things. You can have it all. There's, there can be this belief of like, if I let go of this guy, what if I'm letting go of, you know, the best case scenario for me? (laughs) What if this is as good as it gets? And then now I have nothing. And I wanted to just speak into that very real fear. So many women share that with me. And, you know, there's such a power in being empathetic towards ourselves and letting ourselves feel these feel these very real feelings coming up. 
but then letting your commitment to what you truly want be bigger than that, right? And letting the feelings be felt, letting them pass through, taking your time to mourn the loss of this of this person, right? But then ultimately knowing that, you know, life life is too short to settle. That's that's what this is really about. It's like on one hand, what if this is as good as it gets? On the other hand, what if it could get so much better? And that's what Helena and I know is true for you. And I just want to encourage you guys to believe us, believe in these stories. You know, the stories we're telling are women just like you, you know, and, and knowing that if it's possible for them, it's possible for you. And when you're really unapologetic about what you want, And if you guys are listening, I'd love for you guys to share in the chat, like what kind of relationship do you want? Is it a spiritual relationship? Is it a a soulmate relationship? Is it a passionate relationship? When when you're unapologetic about the exact kind of relationship that you really want, you are magnetic to that that type of person, to that man. And when we're in the wish-washy place of like entertaining something less, you're building a wall between you and the relationship you want whether or not it's with that man, you really are building a wall. And so I just want this to be like a reminder of how powerful you are. A reminder that even though this is scary to do, having that clean break from that situationship is the pathway to getting everything that you want. And yeah, I think that in between piece where you've walked away and you're in the unknown is the hardest. And that's, that's why I love supporting women inside my program, because that's, that can be the slippery slope to temptation period where you're like, maybe I should go back (laughs) and we Mm want to break that habit. And that's exactly what I supported the, the first story that I shared about. That's exactly what I supported her with. There were so many moments where she wanted to go back to him and she knew that wasn't right. She knew it wasn't the, the, the right move. And I'm so proud of her that she was able to follow through. <laughs> that's typically the hardest part. But yeah, that, well, that that's something that I wanted to share. <laughs> it's so true. I see that happen over and over. And I think you're right. That's the hardest place to be when you're in that gap of time between walking mm-hmm. away from the situationship or the guy who's not right and moving forward with your life and being in that yeah. in limbo place. Like Miranda says, I'm waiting to meet him. Michelle in the chat says, I'd rather have nothing than compromise myself and be unhappy. Elizabeth says, passionate, loving to be seen and adored and heard. Chelsea, I would love to hear more about that. Do you have any tips for women who are in that place? where they Mm -hmm. are about to walk away or maybe they just walked away from someone and now it feels like this big open space and it can be really scary right before the right guy shows up like you said feeling like did I make the right decision or they might meet a few men and of course the chemistry or attraction doesn't compare to that original guy at first probably (laughs) they start to second guess themselves I don't know if you've seen that but I think we've all been there Oh my gosh. Yes. I think I have, I have a few things to say. Thank you for that question. So number one, um, coming back to yourself and prioritizing your joy, prioritizing your interests, the other aspects of your life. I think when you're in a situationship, typically what has also been occurring is more energy than necessary has been going towards your love life. (laughs) It usually Mm -hmm. becomes this all encompassing thing because it's such a huge energy leak and such a huge energy drain to be in that dynamic. It ends up taking up a lot of headspace. And so I think a really helpful thing to remember when you're in that transition is to, okay, what makes me happy? And what, what do I get to invest in for myself? 
to take my focus off of that, take my focus off of him and back on the things that really fill me up. That That's the first tip that I would give. Mm-hmm. I know that, Helena, you're so on the same page with me on that one. <laughs> Definitely. Yep. Yes. And then something that, you know, th- this is exactly what those two clients did as well. So they prioritized themselves, their joy, their well-being, right? And And really finding the things that are fun for them and filling their lives with as much of that as possible. But they also started dating, opening yourself up back to dating. And that can, I I think can have its its own (laughs) slew of like triggers. But when you're putting yourself back out there and you're seeing, wow, there are so many men, there are so many great men. And it just puts you back in that abundance mindset. And also in the mindset of being, you know, being the buyer, not the seller. (laughs) Like you have so many choices. There are so many men and that can be super, super helpful, not only for the obvious reasons of meeting, meeting other potential great matches for you, but it is such a healthy distraction from the man that you've walked away from, you know, um, I have another one, but curious if you had any thoughts on that. Yeah, it's so true. It might be discouraging at first if the first couple people you meet after you break things off (laughs) with the situationship person, you know, of course, the chemistry is probably not going to compare with a brand new person, you know, to somebody that you have a history with and you were already comfortable with and it might feel kind of depressing. But trust me, when you end up with the right person, you will be so much more attracted, so much more connected. You'll be so, so, so grateful that things never worked out with that. That original guy where you just kept yeah. waiting or wondering where you stood with him. You're going to be so grateful. Something I always say is that if you can embody this feeling of gratitude in advance when the wrong mm-hmm. people show you that they're not right for you so you can move forward, you can speed up this process a lot more quickly. Because once you get into that right relationship, trust me, you're just going to be so grateful and appreciative that things didn't work out with anybody else, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, I just saw there's a new comment. Yes. I'm open to dating after my heartbreak. I feel open and ready to meet the right man. Oh, I'm so excited for you, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. I love that. Love it. Yeah, you're exactly in the right place too. Another thing I hear, Chelsea, is women are afraid that they're going to have to settle. (laughs) That, you know, it's like an either or thing. I know we've done other podcast episodes about this. We actually (laughs) received a question on the last podcast episode we did on how to have chemistry and commitment with the same man. That Mm -hmm. one's available on my YouTube channel in the live tab, or of course on my podcast on Spotify and Apple. Do you want me to read that question? Because I haven't actually answered it yet, but. I think it actually applies to this topic. I love it. I love that you're bringing this up. Perfect. So she said, I was married for 13 years to my best friend. He never touched me with affection, never initiated contact. I always felt uncomfortable having sex and I don't find him attractive. We're divorced two years. My love language is physical touch. It killed my soul. I'm so afraid that if I date a guy and don't test the chemistry or don't feel the chemistry right away, that I'll end up in the same dead relationship. How do I test the chemistry without tearing his clothes off? It's kind of something we talked about in that last episode, right? And This is just so representative of this kind of either or thing, either we're going to feel the chemistry right away, or I'm going to have to end up in this boring relationship with a guy who's safe and devoted and committed to me, but I don't feel the fireworks. And it's just this kind of error in thinking, or it's a very limited belief system. And we've all been there, of course, but I'm curious what you have to say for anyone who can relate to that. Yes. So well said. And I think acknowledging that, of course, fear is going to come up to protect us from what we've experienced so far. 
And if you're in a similar place to, so for, for the woman who wrote that comment and for anyone else who can relate, acknowledge number one, that that fear is there to protect you from repeating the same mistake, right? And your, your fear only knows what's happened so far. It's not connected to everything else that's possible for you. So I think taking a step back and witnessing that fear and, and seeing where it comes from rather than believing it with, you know, all full faith <laughs> that that fear is accurate. And so it's, yeah, it, it is either or thinking or an error in your thinking. And I think releasing the pressure, this is so much what we talked about in that, in that episode, but releasing the, the expectation and the pressure to have instant fireworks with a man and recognize that you've got, you got the lesson, right? Maybe you got the lesson the hard way through that, your marriage, but you're, you, you get to trust yourself that giving yourself time to get to know men and letting natural chemistry, real chemistry build naturally over time. You get to trust that you're not going to just end up in a committed relationship without chemistry. That's something that you would have to consciously choose into that. Mm-hmm. We just, we, we want to empower you to know that you can trust yourself, that you're not going to get into that situation. So it's two things. It's like trusting that lasting chemistry is something that builds slowly and gets stronger over time through polarity and through getting to know each other through building this like intimacy and trust and bond. So not looking for the instant chemistry necessarily, but also on the other hand, if you're getting to know someone over a period of time and it's that, that chemistry just isn't happening, trust yourself to to end that. Right. And Mm -hmm. to not invest in that if that's the case. So it's kind of like a both (laughs) there's, there's support in both directions that I'd like to give for anyone in that position. Definitely. I love your answer to that. So, and it's also like, you know, just agreeing to go on a second date with someone where you had a nice time and you felt good with them. You felt comfortable agreeing to just go out with them again or spend more time with them and see what happens is not agreeing to a lifelong commitment. (laughs) So do you trust yourself to walk away if the chemistry isn't developing? And also, do you trust that when you're with the right person, you're going to have crazy amounts of chemistry and fireworks? It just might not be there right in that first moment if you have a pattern of only feeling sparks and attraction with people where things don't work out, right? Like if your subconscious mind has hooked up your feelings of chemistry with what feels familiar, and if what feels familiar to you is not someone who's committed and devoted and loving and wanting to take you to that happily ever after, whatever it is you're looking for, you're going to have to go about things a little different way. You know, you have to allow the chemistry to develop over time. I've certainly found that. We've talked so much about this, Chelsea. I know you've experienced something similar. Um, But the good news is it's just such a healthier way to go because you don't get obsessive about those guys, right? You don't put them on a pedestal and try to prove yourself to them and win them over. It just works so much more easily. But if you don't trust that you're going to feel all of that with the right person, it's going to drive you to discard these great guys really quickly if you don't feel that instant chemistry, right? So well said. I love that. And I love how you gave that really practical tip of go on the second dates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such good advice. Go on the second dates. That is often where I see women kind of shoot themselves in the foot if, if you're coming from that background. And so I, I just really resonate and agree with everything you said. Um, 
I, yeah, it's that. funny. I'm so happy you agree with that. Yeah, my husband and I always kind of joke that like we we had a nice time on our first date, but it wasn't like we <laughs> knew that we were the one for each other. We always say that like if we had just gone our separate ways and hadn't seen each other again, we probably just would have forgotten all about it. And then of course, fast forward a few weeks, we were totally falling in love and having amazing chemistry and real deep connection. So uh, yeah. I see another comment in the chat from Kana. She says, I've been wanting to meet someone after my last guy, but it's been months. And even though I've been on some dates and stay open-minded, I haven't found anyone I'm interested in. It always takes me forever to meet a guy. And then it's hard to let go. If it's not working out, makes me feel like it's not going to happen or wonder why it's not happening. Um, what a great comment. Thank you so much for sharing your experience here. I know a lot of people can relate to that. We've all been there. Chelsea, any thoughts on this one? Yeah. You know, we're playing the long game. I feel like when it comes to dating and I think it can be so if we, if there's fears already and are in the back of our minds of like, maybe this isn't meant for me, or maybe this is never going to happen. If we find a period of time where, you know, there aren't a bunch of guys that we're super interested in on the apps, it can, it can easily turn into a downward spiral moment for us. And so I have so much compassion for where it sounds like that's part of what's happening is like, you're looking at what's currently happening and you're basing the future off of that. And you're like, Oh God, this is what's happening right now. Maybe this is going to last forever. And it's so understandable. I mean, this is a human condition, right? Regardless of what area of life we're talking about, it's so understandable, but this is going to pass. And I think a lot of women will, will express this when they've just been on the dating apps and they just get so discouraged and they get so over it. I think opening yourself up to meeting men in real life too takes the pressure off of that. So I'm not sure, Kana, if that specifically resonates with you or is what you're going through. But I know that if we're just looking at an app and we're just constantly swiping and we're like, oh, I'm not interested, I'm not interested, I'm not interested as we're swiping, it can just feel so heavy and annoying. But yeah, I think just opening your mind up to all the men around you and reminding yourself that this is a season, this isn't the rest of your life you know, and I would, for further exploration, I would explore, do I feel fully available to meet my man now? Right. If, if my dream man showed up tomorrow and was ready to give me everything I've ever wanted, do I currently feel a hundred percent open to that? And it's funny because most women who come to me and find me through here or find me in other places, they're in a place where, of course, they want they want their dream of relationship. That's why they're here. But whenever I ask that question, things can come up that they didn't even know was there. Like, oh, well, I'm actually afraid I'm going to lose something if he comes in. <laughs> or I'm actually afraid that I'm going to miss a red flag, you know? And so I would just offer that to you, Kana, to see, do I feel 100% open and available for my dream man to show up now, right? And I feel like this kind of reminds me of your story a little bit, Helena, with the shift you had right before you went on the apps and met your husband. Like we all have that moment of going from maybe a percentage of availability to a hundred percent available. Mm -hmm. I find that, yeah, I know that that can sound like a, a tough love moment for people, but it's like that availability is your magnetism and it can just be a really powerful question to be with and know that in an instant you can become hundred percent available when you dissolve whatever might be in your space. That is maybe keeping you from seeing all the great men that are around you, right? Keeping you from attracting yeah. the, the good matches on the apps. 
It's so true. I love everything you said there. Elizabeth has a great question. How do you know the difference between familiar and not familiar? And I actually see that she's calling in. Can we open up oh, Elizabeth? Perfect. And then Satya, I'll get to your question next. Perfect. Okay. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, can <laughs> you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Oh, okay. So I've been talking to um, this guy that I met on an app and the conversations have been really good. He did ask me to go out on a date um, tomorrow for lunch. But I'm just wondering, since you mentioned, you know, familiar and not familiar, like how do I different, like the difference between that so I don't get caught up, like, you know, with, um, yeah, with something that, that feels familiar to me. Oh, what a great question. Chelsea, do you have any initial thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's really, it's so understandable, this question. I love that you're asking it. And it's a really good reminder to to me to pay attention to how you feel when you're with this person and okay. to know that unless you get like a very, very strong no or like a very strong sense of, oh, I'm not interested in this person, know that you don't have to make any big decisions off of one date. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty and the power of dating is you're giving yourself time to see if this, how this man makes you feel over time and if his words and his actions line up. Mm -hmm. And these are all things that you can't necessarily discover on a first mm -hmm. date. Yeah. We're not meant to. We're not meant to know that on the first day. How could you possibly know? Right? Right. Curious okay, yeah, that makes me feel that makes me feel at ease. Like, yeah, just just go and enjoy it and and have fun. And um, I mean, so far our conversations have been really nice. I really enjoy our conversations. Um, but we're gonna meet for the first time tomorrow. Um, so I'm excited and um I'll let you know what happens. <laughs> I'm excited yeah. for you. Because I've, I've worked with you before, Chelly, this year. I think I did two classes with you. So we'll we'll see what happens. I'll let you guys know. I'll keep you guys posted. Amazing. Yes, definitely keep us posted. You know, I'm here every other Friday. So you can. Yes. I love it when people call in. I love following everyone's stories and hearing about all the amazing transformation. So thank you so much. I hope that was helpful. Thanks for calling in, Elizabeth. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. And Chelsea Kana says, thank you so much. That's what I always come back to. I wonder if I need to do more healing before I find him. Uh, mm -hmm. Satya says, hi, thank you. I'm wondering how you can trust a man who you walked away from and they quickly come back and start trying hard with communication and spending time together. It's hard for me to believe it's authentic behavior. What an interesting question. This happens all the time. I would say just off the top of my head, you want to make sure that stays consistent because often if you walk away from a man, of course, he's going to do whatever he can to, you know, get you back in your good yeah. graces, get back in your good graces. But often once this kind of man realized that he has you, he might slip right back into his default mode, whatever he was comfortable right. doing before. So I would say, make sure that that behavior stays consistent over time. Don't just jump back in with him and get invested until he shows you that. But Chelsea, do you have any yes. thoughts on this question? I 100% agree. I love your response. And I would just add to that of like, keep, keep your standards high, right? Mm -hmm. If I think if there hasn't been that clean break where you've detached and you've open yourself up to other men. It's, it's so fresh. You're still so connected, possibly super attached to this person. So if he does one nice romantic gesture or shows up for a week really consistently, it can be easy to then go back into that dynamic of, okay, you know, it lasted for a week, you know, 
he, he did it again where he ghosted or he did it again where he's not prioritizing me, but some progress has happened. So I'm going to give him a little bit more time to learn how to be consistent with me. Like it can be easy to just drop your standards and that's almost like a breadcrumbing dynamic that could, that could unfold. So I love what you said. I think it's just keep those standards high, <laughs> you know, and don't, don't dip below those standards and don't invest your energy if he's not being consistent. Right. I completely agree. Yeah, absolutely. And someone else in the chat says, good question. Ask yourself. I always think I don't make enough money to have a relationship right now. I hear these kinds of things all the time. I mean, we've all been there. I have a family member who for years has been saying that she wants to put herself out there and find the right one, but she's got, she has to lose weight first. And every time mm -hmm. I ask, you know, oh, how's dating going? Well, I have to lose weight. I have to lose weight. And then I'll <laughs> get back. And mm -hmm. we, we can all relate to that on some level. Do you have any thoughts for mm -hmm. people who feel like they have to get some area of their life together before they put themselves out there to attract somebody, Chelsea? This, this is so common. I'm so glad that you're bringing this question up, Miranda. So my beliefs on this is your forever man, your soulmate, whatever you want to call that, that man who is going to be perfect for you and spend the rest of your life together. He is going to love you for who you are. He's going to love you for your heart, your essence. He's not going to see any of those, those things that you're, that you're deeming as areas that are problematic, that are going to prevent a man from wanting you. He, he's not going to see them as problems. If anything, he's going to appreciate those things about you and find them endearing and fall in love with you through your vulnerability, through your imperfections, along with like I said, who you are, who you are is your essence and it's your heart it has nothing to do with how much money you have or what your current weight is or what other dynamics might be happening in your life. And so it's so important to watch those thoughts and not buy into them because it's so tempting for our minds to say, well, I haven't attracted my dream man yet. Let me go find the reason why. And then we, we like analyze our entire lives and we come up with all these reasons for why we must not be attracting him yet, you know, and that can be really unhelpful at times, right? Like it's not, it's not, none of those external things that need to change. It's more about opening your heart and believing you can have it. That's what it's more about, you know? Oh, that is so powerful. I just love what you said on that. I don't even have anything to add. I think that is perfect. <laughs> this is such a great topic, Chelsea. We could just talk forever about this. Do you have anything else you want to say on having the courage to leave a situationship or making yourself available to what you truly want, standing up for what you truly want? Or would you like to recap everything we've talked about here? I know we just shared so much information. <laughs> yeah, I could try to do a little recap. Yes. So you know, we're inspiring you guys to have a clean break with the situationship you're in, having the courage to walk away from that. And when you do that and you start walking in alignment with what you genuinely want, what your true standards are, then one of two things is going to happen. Either the man who you were in that situationship is going to come back around and be able to finally offer you everything that you want because he's inspired by those higher standards, right? We, we told a story about that. We both had clients who have had that happen for them. And then, or, or what ends up happening is you end up attracting a man who blows your mind in the sense of there's the chemistry, there's a soul connection, and there's the devotion. And 
hold that standard and believe in your in what you really, really want because it's possible for you. But it does require a clean break and releasing fully the unavailable man or the man that you've been in a situationship with in order for that to come in. So that's, I think, a good recap. <laughs> but I know we talked about this so much. That was so perfect. I love that. Miranda wrote back in. She said, I get nervous to talk about my situation to a man when I date. I should just be confident with who I am no matter what. Thank you. I'm so glad that was helpful. Yeah. Any additional thoughts there, Chelsea? Yeah. I was just going to say vulnerability, right? There's We can be vulnerable without acting like we need to be saved or acting like you know we're a victim or something. We can just be transparent and open-hearted. And I'm not, I'm not suggesting to you know, air all your dirty laundry on the first date, but it's something that as you're building trust, you can be more and more honest about what's going on. And that's how you build intimacy. So that, yeah, I could go on and on about that topic. That might be a great topic for the next episode we do together. Absolutely. Oh, that would be such a great topic. I hadn't even thought about that. So that would be perfect. In the yeah. meantime, everyone who's listening live should see a link on the screen. There's a photo of Chelsea that says book a free consultation call. Go ahead and click that link. Cause I know Chelsea, you opened up a few spots yes. this week, right? If anyone's yes. interested in learning more about getting some support for their situation, right? Oh, and if you're yes. listening to the replay, that will be the first link in the description or episode details. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to connect with any of you guys who are desiring that deeper support and really ready to transform a situationship or just transform whatever has been frustrating in your love life right now. And you're ready to attract your lasting dream partnership. That's what I support women in creating. And there's a few different ways we can work together. I'm really excited to explore those with you guys who feel called to that. Amazing. So again, if you're listening to the replay, that'll be the first link in the description. If you're listening live, that's in the episode details. It should also be on the screen right now. Just click that orange button and book a free call with Chelsea. I'm so happy that you're still offering these free for my community. That's amazing. I know so many people have taken advantage of that so yeah. far. So yeah, thank you so much for that. I do see one more question about the free call. If we don't have funds to continue with coaching, should we wait? So is this call for people who are mm -hmm. actually interested in joining your coaching program? Yes, I, this call is good for women who are ready to invest. And if that if you're not in that place right now, and when things change, I would love to to connect with you for sure. Okay, so you can always come back to this episode. Yes. I'm going to get this posted in just a week or two over on my podcast, and you can always come back to it or any episode I've recorded with Chelsea. It should be in there. That should be one of the first links in any of the episodes we've done together. Or you can always email me, helenaheartcoaching at gmail.com. I'd be happy to get you in touch with Chelsea if you're listening to this months from now. So <laughs> this was great, Chelsea. Everyone is uh, loving this topic. Miranda says, yes, please. So we would love to do another episode sometime on what to do if you don't feel like you're ready or you feel like you need to change something about yourself in order to attract the right person. I think that's a great idea. I love getting ideas for new topics based on what people are wanting to hear. So anything else you want to say before we close out, Chelsea? This was so much fun. I just had a blast talking with you about this. This was so much fun. No, that that's all. I'm just so grateful. And it was so fun to connect with everyone who was live here today. And um, a big shout out and thank you to everyone watching the recording as well. And thank you, Helena, for having me. 
You're very welcome anytime. If you're listening to the replay and you'd like to join me for my live broadcasts, I go live every other Friday. My next one will be on January 6th, 2023, next year. I'm going to include a link to download the Bullhorn podcast app. It's totally free, super user-friendly. You can type your questions into the chat. You can call in and talk to us personally. It's just so much fun. So that'll be somewhere in the description as well if you want to join me for my live broadcast. So Chelsea, thank you so much. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us. And I will see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.